Hey everyone, welcome to Your Legacy. My name is Taylor White, your host. We're going to be exploring what legacy you're leaving behind and what does legacy mean to you. I'm really excited that you're here. I'm excited that you're listening and let's start to explore this together. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm not sure what time it is when anyone's going to be listening to this, but uh, it's afternoon where I'm at right now. And I should say it's actually evening. It's about six o'clock and I'm sitting here in my home office and kind of looking out the window. I got a pretty cool view of the sunset going down and all the juices are flowing. So really excited to share with you guys today. Um, Second episode here. I've thought a lot about where I wanted to start, how I wanted to dive into things. And I think it just comes down to starting with whatever comes to mind. And hopefully you guys follow along. I'm I'm very much kind of a go with the flow person. And I feel like these topics can't really be put into a perfect picture and planned out perfectly. So I am thinking today, like I said, I've, I thought long and hard the last week of what I want to talk about today and what I wanted to specifically dive into. And in last week's episode, I mentioned, I made a comment about disassociating your emotions from what is happening in your life and how important that is. So I want to elaborate on that and what I mean by it. When I say to disassociate your emotions from what's happening in your life, I'm not saying you should not care or that you should be cold-hearted and rude and disrespectful and just have no emotion because obviously those are not healthy traits to have or healthy emotions to be experiencing. What I mean by this is life is truly, truly how you react to what happens to you, right? So we have no control of what happens to us. I don't care what what somebody might tell you or what you might have grown up believing, but or the control freaks out there, previous control freak here speaking. Um, <laughs> there's unfortunately we have no control over, over what happens to us. Um, our life is designated, um, or excuse me, our life is designed not with our wishes in mind. Okay. So the path that we're on, what is happening to us, we didn't design that. We didn't create that. Are you in full control of how you react to those things that are out of your control that happen? Absolutely. And that's what I mean by this. So again, it's fully how you react to what is happening to you. And if you decide to spend your time and energy reacting to all of the little things, what that ultimately is going to do is it's going to spill over into every other area of your life. And you're going to start to find yourself in a lot of discomfort, a lot of uncertainty, um, not much clarity, just kind of anxiety and, and these negative emotions because you're spending so much time focusing on the little things. And sometimes we need to focus on the little things, but the vast majority of the time we need to focus on the big things, the bigger picture. So being able to disassociate your emotions with some of the things that happen in your life is vital for you be able for you to be able to have the time and energy to focus and put the emotion into the things that really matter at the end of the day. 
right? So for example, I used to get really frustrated with like the littlest things. Like if I texted someone and they didn't call me back or if someone made like a rude comment to me or cut me off in line um, or if the barista at Starbucks, you know, wasn't friendly and nice and it was kind of rude to me, I would just get like so irritated and I would complain about it. And I'm like, I can't believe they're like that. And I would just kind of <clears throat> consume that energy and it would stick with me all day. And then what I realized what was happening is by allowing that energy to stick with me all day, it was spilling out and around on other people and what I was doing. And I was becoming a carrier of these emotions and I was continuing to allow it, like I was letting it embody me and it was ruining everything around me. And once I started to, again, just kind of disassociate with what's happening and not allow it to spill into other areas, I started to live a much calmer life, if you will. And what I mean when I say calmer life is now when things happen, I'm just like, it's fine. And anyone who knows me will like laugh at hearing that and be like, yeah, that's Taylor because quite literally anything could happen and I'm 99% of the time, I'm like, it's fine. Like, it's going to be okay. I'm going to work through it. I can handle whatever happens. And if I fail and it doesn't necessarily work out the way I intended it to, that's okay because it wasn't meant to work out. If it's going to, it will, so to speak. I'm not I'm not going to fight that emotion and fight what's happening for it for it to happen, if that makes sense. Like if, if that's not meant for me, then that's okay. Yeah. It might, might suck a little, it might be a little bummed out, but I'm just going to continue to move forward because there's no purpose in wasting my time and energy on something that wasn't meant for me, right? Like you can't force things to happen and you can't force good things to come along. Now I'm not saying that when you're having hardships or you're working through a goal that as soon as something gets hard, you just throw your hands up and you walk away. That's not not at all what I'm saying. I think that there's a fine line that you have to decide at what point is enough enough. And you have to put up with a little bit of challenge, regardless of what you're doing. But if you really listen to yourself and you get quiet with yourself, you'll know. You will absolutely know, okay, is this for me? is this working for me? Should I take a step back? You're going to know. Um, and that's where kind of your intuition comes into play with getting quiet with yourself and getting purposeful with what you're thinking, being aware of your thoughts. And when you find yourself being frustrated about that little thing that set you off, but what that coworker might've said, just kind of like pausing and saying, okay, wait a minute, how am I going to decide to react in this moment? And having the discipline over your emotions and your thoughts and what's going to come out of your mouth and how you're going to react is going to make all the difference in your life. And it's going to change your outlook and how every single day goes by substantially. And it starts with one thing, right? You just have to start with one thing that maybe something in your life right now is continuously happening and every time it happens it bothers you right like maybe it's the communication with your spouse how you know they don't text you when they're done work and headed home and maybe that really bothers you 
And having a little bit of courage and integrity to speak up and be brave and say, hey, this bothers me and and we need to do something about this. And if that other person is in, is involved and is listening to you and wants to make a difference, they're going to do that. And if it's not meant for you, the universe is going to show you that it's not meant for you. And we tend to fall into this, you know, this vicious cycle of these things happening to us and us just letting it destroy our day and we get so miserable. And oftentimes I sit and think when something happens in my life that I'm not thrilled about, I always stop and think, okay, if I was on my deathbed right now, would I be stressed about this? Would I allow this to consume all of my precious time and energy right now in this moment if this was my last moment? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The answer is absolutely not. That's why whenever I'm faced with a challenge or something difficult that comes up or something unexpected, I literally just say it's fine because it is fine. If there is a will, there is a way and I'll figure it out. 90% of the time, I don't know the answer of how I'm going to deal with it. I don't know what the answer is, the solution to the problem, but that's where I say, okay, it's fine. And I move onward. I move past it immediately. Okay, it happened. There is nothing you can do about anything once it has already happened. So why are you continuing to stress about it? (laughs) Like, why are you still stressing about it? And there are going to be some things that happen that you're going to have to deal with. But taking some time to be able to process what happened and have a clear mind with how you're going to deal with it instead of deciding to emotionally react, again, is going to change the trajectory of your life. Like, honestly, it's going to change the path that you're on once you can start to disassociate your emotion with what is happening and choosing where you're deciding to associate your emotion Um, for example, I last year went through a very difficult time in my life. I went through a very difficult, um, relationship separation with a romantic partner and, uh, a lifelong, you know, friend and how that transpired and how that happened was very, um, out of, out of the blue. I did not see it coming. I had no idea it was coming. I thought everything was great. Thought everything was awesome. I thought I found the love of my life. I had great friends, great family. You know, I I had this really great core of people. And a year prior to that, I was sitting in a David Nagel seminar. And if you haven't heard of David Nagel, you have to go check him out. He is... uh, you know, he's my idol. He is someone that I look up to and he has so much great knowledge and um, just, he's just a wealth of knowledge, right? Period. So his name's David Nagel. Go check him out. He has an awesome podcast, but I was listening in, or excuse me, I was in one of his seminars and it was called The Art of Success. And it talks about all of the fundamentals of success and not necessarily financial success, but just success in general and what that means to you. And I was in this in this podcast in this seminar, and he was speaking to he was like right he said there was like an activity, and it was like write down 
the five people you spend the most time with. So I did. I wrote down the five people I spent the most time with. And then he he took a, a question deeper and he said, do you, do you see these people in your future? I'm looking at the list. I'm going, yeah, absolutely. And then he, he asked another question and said, now I want you to think about what are some of the qualities that you embody that you're with these people that you like? So I did that. And then he flipped the question and said, what are some of the qualities that you embody or activities that you do with these people that you don't like, that you don't want to be doing in 5, 10, 15, 20 years? So I wrote that down. And then they had us, you know, we had them side by side on the piece of paper. And he said, now looking at this list of things, do you feel that this person is contributing to your success or if they're hindering and holding you back. And that was a very, very hard thing to look at. And I said to myself, I mean, it was right on the paper in front of me. And I, I couldn't I couldn't help but look at these things and know some of these character like flaws that I was doing. And it, it's not the people. I want to be very clear about this, that it wasn't the people in any way, shape, or form. But it was who I was in those moments with those surroundings and in those environments that I really didn't like those things. I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't like staying up late at night. I didn't like going to the bar and drinking until 11, 12, 1 a.m. in the morning. I didn't like being hung over the next day. I didn't like going out to eat all the time. I didn't like some of these characteristics that I was allowing to happen because I, I just craved such a social life. And in, in that time frame, you know, in that seminar, he had said, you know, you're in this moment, you're going to ask for these people to be removed. And I remember thinking to myself, I can't imagine my life without, without these five people. There's no way. Like I, I can't let them go. So buried that seminar went on, did, did the other activities and I just never revisited that. Okay. Where I was going with that is I set aside, I set aside that, that seminar and I kind of really didn't revisit my notes or anything, um, until fall of last year. And when this all transpired last year, last early, late spring, early summer, this transpired and I lost these two people in my life. I just completely like I, I grieved when this happened for about 24 hours because it was a shock and it was a change. And then I wouldn't say I was instantly over it. But what I did was I completely detached myself from the reaction that I wanted to give to the situation. Okay, so it's not that I wasn't sad and and mourning, I guess, if you will. Like, it's not that I wasn't experiencing emotion. And I think a lot of people thought I wasn't experiencing emotion because I was experiencing it in private because I, I had to deal with that in private. I had to deal with those emotions and what was happening by myself because I didn't want to pour into anybody else. And the few people that did know what was going on were there for me and they cared for me. And those were the people that helped me get through that time. But how I wanted to react and what I wanted to do, I had to have enough discipline and have enough faith to know that wasn't the right thing to do. 
if I had given in to what had happened and if I had um, reacted to the situation, it would have been, excuse my language, a shit show. But also too, I stop and think, why would I want to do that? Why would I want to go to that level and hurt somebody because they hurt me? That's not who I want to embody. Because at the end of the day, regardless of how bad somebody does you or how negative a situation is, I believe that there's no room for revenge and the universe is going to take care of what goes around comes around. So if you wake wake up every day and you're a good person and you have a conscious effort to be a good person and do good, good will happen to you and you will be a good person. It will come back around. May it take time? Absolutely. Nothing comes overnight. However, by you reacting to a situation and reacting where it's going to hurt other people, that's that's not okay. That's a negative way to go about reacting to a situation. And that is exactly what I mean by disassociating yourself with the emotions of a situation, right? So it's okay to have emotion and be upset about something and allow yourself to work through those emotions because you need to get those emotions out and you, you can't just put it in a file cabinet in your brain and store it away and never open it, right? That's where you see people have their quarter life, midlife breakdowns and all hell's breaking loose. And you're like, wow, they fell off the deep end. Well, guess what? They never dealt with anything. And they didn't choose to deal with what was most important to choose to deal with. Your intuition is going to tell you what's important to deal with and what's not, right? So in those moments when you have something happening and you say to yourself, ooh, that doesn't feel right. And it just comes to you. It's just quick. It's quick. It's calm. It's cool. And it's collected. And it's just like, no. Or maybe it's like, yeah, that's your intuition. And it comes to you at the most randomest times. It comes to you when oftentimes you aren't even thinking about whatever it is this thought comes to you about right? So you might be driving down the road, you're jamming out to some music and you're stopped at a stop sign or maybe you're going down the road and boom, this thought comes up into your head of like, I need to change careers. And you think to yourself, what the heck? I haven't thought about that. I haven't thought about that all week. I'm not even stressed about that. Like, where did that come from? That's your intuition knocking at your subconscious brain saying, hey, wake up. That is your intuition coming through your subconscious brain into your conscious brain as you are executing and living your life in a present moment. And that's your intuition saying, okay, hey, there's something deep down here and I'm I'm giving you a knock. And it's interesting because your intuition, I believe, based on experience, only comes to you once or twice about something before it's going to shut off. Like you have to listen to it when it comes to you and be aware of it, and decide if you're going to listen to it. And I'll tell you right now, it can be the damnedest hard thing to listen to, because oftentimes when it comes to you, it can feel very vulnerable, it can feel scary, but there's almost this sense of knowing that it's going to be okay. 
And once you trust your intuition and once you've, once you've listened to it a couple times and you've executed what it's kind of, you know, pushing you towards doing and you do that and then you have this amazing outcome, <laughs> let me tell you what, your whole life changes and it's amazing. And I've practiced this so much in the last year. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place to be. And I think that's a lot of why I'm, you know, creating this podcast of why I'm really living this life that I have envisioned and I never thought that I could live because when things happen and I have this sense of like, okay, this is what I need to do. Sometimes I'm like, what the, I'm like, come on. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, you want me to do what right now? And I listen to it. I'm like, all right. And, and you do it. And then you're just like, well, that actually worked out that that was supposed to happen. That this, this is awesome. This is great. So your intuition is a small, quiet, calm, cool, and collected voice. It comes to you at random times and your intuition doesn't usually have a lot of fear associated with it. Like your intuition doesn't really seem scary. Like the initial thought of it might feel a little like, ooh, that's going to be uncomfortable, but it's not necessarily ever an emotion that should feel scary because your intuition oftentimes has no emotion associated with it, right? Like I remember years ago, I was in a relationship and this is when, you know, I started to discover my intuition and like I woke up in the middle of the night and I just had this like calm, profound feeling of like, I can't do this anymore. I need to break up with this person. And I remember thinking in my head, like, what the heck? Like, what are you talking about? Like, you love this person. You have a great life. Like, what is going on? And it was just like something inside of me was like, no, like, this is, this is time. It's it. And your intuition, it will hit you and it will hit you hard where like, I just, it's just this sense of knowing, like, I can't really describe it to anybody, you know, but like, have you ever been getting in the car and you're going to leave and you're like, oh, did I pull that candle out? And something inside of you just like, just go back inside and check. And it's not like you're really like nervous or you're anxious or anything like that. It's just like, you know, you need to do that and you need to check on it and you go in there and the candle's still going. Or maybe you have kids and they're at school or they're at daycare and have you ever just had a feeling that you know something has happened without even knowing it and you call to check up on them and oh, they're in the nurse's office, they've gotten sick or they've gotten hurt or something happened. Friends, that's called intuition it's not a sixth sense. It's not uh, this crazy, like, you know, uh, I don't even know how to say it, like voodoo type stuff. <laughs> like you're not crazy. That is your intuition. It's here. It's a part of us. We experience it every day. You just are not necessarily aware of it. And you're not practicing you're not practicing it as much. You're not aware of it in, in your present day-to-day life. So with disassociating yourself with the emotions, it also, what will happen kind of simultaneously without you even knowing it is it's going to start to remove a lot of things in your life that don't serve you. Okay. So by 
choosing not to react to certain situations and things that happen in your life, it removes those things from your thought pattern, from what is the dialogue in your brain. And what that does is it allows you to have more clear space for your intuition, what really matters to you, and what really is important to embody more of your time and energy in in your brain. And by removing those things and decreasing your stress, your cortisol levels also decrease in your body. So there's actually some pretty cool science behind all of this. If you think about when you're stressed, your cortisol levels go up. Usually your blood pressure goes up, your heart rate can increase, and it can start to trigger all of these different functions in your body because your body is going into this fight mode where it's like, okay, we're gearing up. We've got this negative stuff going on. We're gearing up. We got to deal with this emotion. And once you decide not to deal with that, then your body's just a lot more calm and it can focus on what it needs to focus on. And that is repairing maybe things that already damaged in your body or Maybe you just had a really good workout and that allows more space for your body to repair what you just exerted from it. So if we're constantly worrying about something else all the time and we're constantly exhausting all of this emotion and energy on these small little things, you're going to be so damn exhausted all the time and that's all you're going to have time for. Okay. And so by doing this, it it removes what doesn't serve you naturally. And then you're left in this place of, okay, wow, well, I don't really have a lot going on. You might feel like I don't really have a lot going on. And throughout this, I'll say I've, I've done a lot of this in the last year. And and some things that I've recognized are my friend group has gotten much smaller my relationships with who I do decide to spend my time with and the conversations that I have with them are much richer in value. I feel a much deeper connection and I am able to have just better relationships with whoever it might be, colleagues, family, you know, close girlfriends, you know, some of my guy friends. I'm able to have deeper connections and conversations by just being aware of what I'm talking about and how I'm allowing it to affect the situation. And I've definitely also realized that I I don't enjoy talking about other people. I don't really care what other people do. That's good for them. And I also, it, it definitely gets a little lonely, right? Because like you start to remove these things that don't serve you and you're just finding like, okay, this doesn't really like align with where I want to be or what I want to do. And yes, it's lonely, but I will say there's nothing greater than being alone in your own space and being comfortable with it. And once you become comfortable with being in your own space, again, this just naturally happens a part of the progression of, of these steps it will happen. And yes, it will be uncomfortable for a period of time, but you'll start to discover some things that you enjoy and what you like to do and what really fulfills you. And in that period, that is where you start to find who you are, what it is you want. And that's where you start to be able to build, okay, what's my legacy? And I think it's just such a 
beautiful thing to control how you react to situations because this emotional disconnect is going to have a profound stamp on how everything else flows in your life. So that that could also be, and this might be a really hard thing for some people to hear, that can look very different. It could look like maybe you're ending a long-term relationship. Maybe that feels really scary and really hard. Maybe that is cutting out some of your family out of your life. And I know everyone always preaches about this, but it's it's the truth, right? Like you will have some people that will come into your life that will feel more like family and feel like they care more about you than your actual family. And also too, recognizing the negativity of the people in your life and how that's spilling into your cups of your life is massive. And having the courage and um, you know, assertiveness to tell someone, hey, I'm really not enjoying being around you because you're negative all the time and this this really has to change. If if you have the desire and want to say that to somebody, that is you wanting to hold on to that relationship and wanting to communicate. And if that person listens and respects and appreciates that, that's somebody to keep on your tree branch. Okay? If they don't, it's time to cut that branch. Let it fall. Right? We have these seasons of our life that come and go. And no one is ever going to be in your life forever. Every single person is going to have their place and their time in your life. And they're going to come and go. And coming and going, what I mean by that is they may be here for 10 years. They may be right right beside you until the, until the day that they die. But if you outlive them, guess what? They have gone. So every single person in your life is going to have a season, a time, and a place. And that is okay. We outgrow people. We outgrow friendships. We outgrow family. That is totally okay. Life is literally seasons of change. And we have to be okay with this if we want to grow and live the life that we want to live and that we're here to live and allowing and being okay with letting those tree branches fall when that season's turning. And some people are going to stay. Those are the people that you're really going to take a hold to and the people that see the change in you and and don't judge you and and support you regardless of what you're doing. Those are really the people that are going to be kind of your roots and your core because we all need support in some way. Um, But I, in kind of wrapping this up, I just really truly believe that you're going to go through some hard things that are going to happen and you have to decide where you're going to spend your time and energy and where you spend that time and energy is going to have a direct reflection on how you've crafted your life and where it's going. So the more time you spend on the negative things, the more negative a person you're going to be. Like, there is no better way to say that. But if you spend a lot of time on negative things, you're going to have a negative life. It's all about mindset, where you're going, where you want to be. And it starts with having control over your emotions and deciding where you're putting your emotions into. I think I've drilled that 
drilled that point home and I could literally talk all day about this because I just like sometimes I laugh at what happens in my life where I'm just like are you (laughs) just like are you kidding me like I just sometimes you just have to laugh and you you quite literally get to that point and I will say it is a beautiful place to be once you have gotten the self-discipline of your emotions and how to deal with things and you just laugh you know and you're just like it's okay it's all right everything's gonna be fine might be scary in the moment but everything's gonna be fine and you just laugh and you start to realize like okay great even though you had something really bad happen to you, if your mom calls you on the phone or your spouse calls you or your best friend, you pick up the phone, you're like, hey, how's it going? And you're in a good mood, right? What does that do? You're moving on. You're figuring it out. You're you're being present in the moment. And ooh, this leads me to another good point. I'm going to wrap it up with this. If you are in a joyful state, most of the time, or you're in a good, happy place most of the time, where you're not letting that negativity overflow into somebody else, what's going to happen? You're going to have a good conversation with whoever's calling you, whoever you're seeing, or whoever you're around. And by having a good conversation with them or being in a good mood with them, what does that do? You're just having a good time. You're living a good life, right? So like if you're negative all the time, the people around you are going to be negative. They're not going to want to be around you. And you're going to be sitting there going, I don't understand why no one wants to be around me. If you're in a really good mood all the time, most of the time, and you're in a good state of mind 90% of the time, the other people around you are going to be like that. And guess what? Ultimately, you're going to live a much more balanced life. And it's just going to, you're going to be more at peace, right? Like it's not that you're going to be happy-go-lucky all the time, but you're just going to be more at peace. And there's something about being at peace that allows you to live a freaking awesome life. So think about these things, be aware of these things as you go through every day and start small. Start with one thing that may bother you that you feel like keeps coming up in your life. Maybe it's your late, maybe it's your late kind of person and that always bothers you because it sets your day up wrong or something. Just look at what you're doing and say, I'm not going to be late anymore. I'm going to get up five minutes earlier and make, make the effort to do it guys. Like, because you can, this, this is your life. You can do it. And if you really want to, you will, there's a will, there's a way. So that's, that's what we're talking about this week. That's it. I hope this was helpful. And I hope somebody, uh, takes, takes something out of this. I hope I didn't ramble too much about it, but, uh, I'm excited to to come to you guys again next week and see what we can find. And um, I've got some pretty awesome people lined up to jump on here. So really excited to get that on here before the end of the year. But as always, thanks for listening. Enjoy your day. Make it a great day. And start to be aware of your emotions. Catch you on the flip side.